Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, I'd like to talk about mind-body symptoms. And I think it is fair to say that everyone has got mind-body symptoms. Because if we're talking about back pain, small pains and itches, nausea, fatigue, tiredness, we're often talking about mind-body symptoms. And for the ones where these symptoms have gotten extreme or just very frequent, they talk about a chronic disease. And then they're lost in the labyrinth of finding what is wrong with them. But it's just mind-body symptoms. And having that in the back of your mind can really help you to move beyond this, to once and for all leave the realm of mind-body symptoms behind you. Enjoy the podcast. So yes, we all have these kind of symptoms and we all believe in it because that's the purpose of it. Dr. Sarno says it protects you. It protects you via distraction. So you have to believe that something is very wrong or something is just temporarily wrong or something is just there for a valid reason. But is that really the case? And I'd like to talk a little bit about my own experiences from the past month and knowingly that I am actually um, a health coach dealing most of the time with people with these mind-body symptoms. So I'm well aware of it, but still sometimes, you know, I'm not that fast in catching myself into believing this, well, let's say nonsense. And with a disclaimer, I don't want to diminish anybody's experience because I know uh, there are more than just primary symptoms. People can slip downhill very fast in a downward spiral and what you experience then might just be pure hell. So, first of all, a background story. I have had seven years of extreme fatigue and I didn't know what was wrong with me. And my life was getting smaller and smaller and I spent the majority of those seven years in my bed. I was almost unable to stand up most of the time and at my lowest point, I could hardly talk. Now, there were several reasons for me to experience that, that state of being. But the primary symptoms that kicked everything off was what they call in TMS, mind-body, uh, the mind-body syndrome, so-called mind-body symptoms. And these, these symptoms didn't came out of the blue for me. At a certain moment in my life, I was ready to de-stress myself. My whole body was full of stress. I was always tensed up and I had a lot of emotions buried inside of me. And it was time for me, because I was in a period of safety, for all these stressors to come up. My brain perceived these emotions and stresses, stressors as a threat. And it wanted to protect me with extreme symptoms. Symptoms that I could not really place because they were so extreme. And knowing what I know now about these symptoms is that they are the most severest things that a human being can feel. The pain of back pain with people with chronic back pain is intense. The fatigue for someone with chronic fatigue syndrome is 
unimaginable. It's just one word. It's horrible. And that's exactly the point. Because as long as I focused on these terrible sensations that drew all my attention to them, I was distracted from the emotions that wanted to leave my body. But as long as I was stuck in that phase, and that was like for many, many years, nothing really resolved itself. So I was stuck. I wasn't healing. I wasn't releasing anything. I was just stuck in my bed, adding more and more negative belief systems about myself and my energy and my condition. So my own experience right now is the following. A month ago, I was together with my girlfriend looking for uh, properties to buy. We want to buy uh, a nice piece of land to build a hut upon, to live outside. Very, very simple. And many people uh, judge me for that. Sometimes I receive emails, people thinking that I'm not really recovered. I mean, whatever that means. Uh, because I cannot go back to living in a city. But the thing is, I don't want to live in a city. And I've never wanted to live in a city. So, you know, I'm just doing my thing. So there we were, looking for pieces of land to buy. Properties. And it was pretty stressful because, you know, you have to make a decision and not everything is okay. And then there's financial worries. And then... After that, I came home and I was exhausted. And I believe that that exhaustion was due to the fact that I drove uh, halfway around the island in two days. And that, what, that it was valid for me to, to be uh, exhausted. But after two days, I was like, nah, something is off here. doesn't feel right. And I did the, uh, the inner work from the, uh, what, which I also... Uh, teaching the alignment recovery program and it didn't last long for my fatigue to completely fade away like 10 minutes so 10 minutes later i was uh, going uh, for a walk with the dog um very steep here it's like literally like you're um, walking on the stairs for an hour so i was doing um some hiking with the dog to uh, make sure that he gets his energy out so that i can you know sleep at night so that was one experience then a second experience is that I had a fight with my girlfriend and it didn't last long for me to be completely dizzy. Like my balance was completely off and I, everything was shaking and moving and I could hardly walk. Then, well, I fell asleep and the, the next morning it was still the same thing and the whole day was horrible. And I knew, okay... There is another emotion there that I had to feel, but I couldn't find it. So normally people would think, you know, something is wrong with their balance organ and they go to the doctor. But I've, I knew this for, from the very first second. This had to do with uh, maybe some, some feeling of being afraid or being angry uh, from the fight or the argument. And still I couldn't find it. So it, it lasted around five hours before I found it. And then afterwards, the the symptom of dizziness and the unbalance uh, faded away slowly in about four hours. So yeah, 
I always thought that this that it was a really you know a funny symptom too to be to have that, and I heard about people having that a lot, and I will, I always thought like if I would have something like that, I would never take it serious. But then I noticed no, no, I w- normally if I didn't have that knowledge, I would take it serious because it's extreme, just like the fatigue. Yet I'm sometimes still buying into the fatigue, but I don't buy the uh, the dizziness. And then this week, um, something really funny happened as well. I've been to a retreat with a lot of breathwork. And breathwork is pretty extreme. Um, doing breathwork for, for hours. It has a tendency to bring up emotions as well. Because you're literally uh, cleaning the cells from your body. Where all the, the stress and the trauma is stored. So sometimes, you know, when you do something like that, you have to cry or scream or especially when you do it with uh, with many people together and there's a really nice vibe going on and people scream and cry. And it's just very beautiful. Rachel from uh, our Facebook group would call it exorcism, <laughs> which makes it uh, funny. So um, being at home, doing this practice every day almost, um, I had, uh, when I woke up one day, it was a few days ago, I was a bit grumpy. So there was anger, I already knew that. It was irritation. Irritation is uh, an unproductive way of dealing with anger because anger is just, you know, it needs to get out of your system plus a boundary. And irritation is just nagging about, you know, how everything is wrong without really wanting to feel the emotions and without really wanting to implement new boundaries. So I was uh, in the morning cleaning the house and the broomstick was a bit too short and I turned around and suddenly, aha, a terrible feeling in my back. And it was a really extreme, extreme back pain. And of course, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy into it. I knew it was my brain creating symptoms. So I didn't go to a doctor, of course, and I think, you know, that's where it get really wrong when people go to doctors for, for these kind of things. Because then you go to the doctor, they do a scan, and then they find that there is an abnormality in your spine. And before knowing it, you're really afraid of the back pain and you need a surgery. But fortunately for me, Dr. Sarno did a lot of research about it, and he discovered that healthy people without any back pain also have these kind of abnormalities and that is just a distraction created from the brain so um, it was time for me to do another breath work session and uh, my god I, I could hardly do it because my back was hurting so much so I had to I had to lay down the entire breath work session because there was just too much pain then after like uh, 15 minutes of breath work, uh, I uh, started crying. I have no idea why. I just felt some pain. I had to scream for a while. And then after that, slowly my back pain faded away. And an hour after uh, the breath work, there was no back pain whatsoever. It's a beautiful release and a beautiful result into uh, disappearing symptoms.
In one of his books, Dr. John Sorno writes about a woman called, I think it was Eileen. And she had incredible back pain. And she had a really beautiful release because at one point all the anger came out because once upon a time she was uh, she was a victim of a sexual crime. All the anger came out and she was, you know, like having lots of release um, signals, uh, like screaming, sweats, crying, etc., etc. And after that, the back pain faded away. Dr. John Sarno mentioned that this is a very rare case because most people, they need to slowly believe, slowly st stop believing in their symptoms. But this kind of uh, release work is exactly what I'm doing with with my, my coachings and the alignment recovery program. I teach you to not only don't not believing anymore in the symptoms, but also to release the stressor that is underneath that. So that's why uh, they talk about exorcisms and it's, it sounds a bit extreme. But sometimes after 10 minutes of a release, you're just sweating, crying. Um, some people scream, vomit. Some people laugh as well. This week I had a beautiful coaching session with a man who couldn't stop laughing anymore. Uh, beautiful. And then after that, people feel uh, a relief in symptoms and they can continue their life. So that's basically my work around... Uh, the subject of TMS, the mind-body syndrome, and dealing with all kinds of mind-body symptoms. But the most, well, the, the, the most difficult part is that people are attached into believing a certain idea about their symptoms. So almost everyone thinks that there is something wrong with them. Um, it starts with, you know, diets and deficiencies, which is logical if you're stressed especially when the stressor is attached to your uh, intestines. And of course, your uh, absorption is not functioning an anymore. And maybe leaky gut is making, uh, making you tired after eating. But, you know, most symptoms are these mind-body symptoms that can relieve themselves really, really fast. So people believe in all sorts of things, and I don't really uh, have the time to, to mention all of them. But at a certain point, when they have tried everything else, when they have no money anymore, uh, when they have really no options left, that's when they come to me. And uh, then they notice the, how easy it actually uh, can be. But they believe, uh, they have lots of beliefs about these symptoms. And you don't really have to believe me into, you know, saying you that. It's just a mind-body symptom. Because if you have been like me, you know, so many years into finding the solution, then there is a lot of build-up and, and stress and negativity uh, around your symptoms. So then in a coaching session, when there is a, a release, the, this usually needs some preparation by, from people, then they know. They don't have to believe in it anymore. They just know. It's a mind-body symptom. And I can release this as soon as I can. 
because it's not always easy. You need to uh, to learn the tools, to master them, but also to to catch yourself. Oh my God, there this is going on right now. I need to release it. Great. Because I think that a lot of the negative beliefs after many, many years of having, you know, these chronic conditions, our cells are wired to have this limitation where people feel that they're like spoonies having only a certain amount of energy or that there is something wrong with their backs or they have a weak back or that they that it's normal for them to have headaches and maybe they need to drink more. Well, there are so many mind-body symptoms that I can hardly mention them all because almost everything is a mind-body symptom. Whether it is pain in your feet, pain in your, your pelvic muscles, whether it is muscle spasms, it, it can be literally everything. And usually the brain creates something that you are afraid of. Because with me, I didn't care about back pain. I was just, you know, laughing about it. <laughs> I was telling everybody, hey, I have this back pain. It's hilarious. Or, hey, I have this dizziness. It's hilarious. It almost sounds like a laughter yoga that I put into the seventh module of the alignment recovery program. So, um, yeah, I've been adding more stuff to the alignment recovery program. Well, actually, I've been remaking it completely from the ground up, making it shorter, shorter and shorter, less contents, more to the point, and eventually it all becomes about habits because, you know, when you have the knowledge, you need to implement new ways of, you know, dealing with yourself, also new way and new ways into avoiding stress and new ways into releasing stress and so stopping stressful behavior and you know all kinds of things so if if you haven't checked that out then you know please uh, check it out it's donation based and uh, thanks everyone for the support because without your support uh, I couldn't uh, I couldn't keep it open for everyone but I'm making a living out of it and really grateful so thank you and i started the podcast with saying that everybody has these mind body symptoms and i think that's very much the case because sometimes i am coaching uh, a human with chronic fatigue syndrome for example and the partner wants to learn the release tools as well so that they can help each other which i think is the most beautiful thing that you can do in a relationship to grow together, to understand each other emotionally. So then the partner learns the tools as well. And what happens then is that they also develop symptoms because their brain has also been taught to not feel their stress, their emotions, maybe extreme anger, extreme fear, which is all attached to their bodies, to their organs, from the throat to the bladder. So these partners then develop lots of crazy symptoms as well, like nausea, dizziness, fatigue, lots of pain as well. And that's the brain protecting them from going further because the brain is saying like, no, no, don't go there. And 
that is as well beautiful for a relationship because now the other partner gets it. And it seems like the one with the chronic disease is just one step further because that human is ready to release all of it, can no longer hold any stress inside of them. So the partner then learns what it is and can eventually learn how to deal with themselves emotionally without needing to develop uh, a chronic disease. So people believe or don't believe anymore in their mind-body symptoms. And then this week I had a discussion about money because a lot of people have money issues while they're dealing with chronic symptoms because they can't work anymore. So there are money problems. And I've, I've dealt with money problems almost my entire life uh, up until the point where I was like 28 or, 20, 28 or 29 years old. At that moment, I read a book called The Power, which was about uh, releasing negative belief systems about money and having a new relationship with money. So when you spend money, you're like thinking like, wow, I've got so much of it, I can give it away. I must be so rich. And, you know, don't complain anymore about money. Don't talk negative about it. So I did what was recommended in the book called The Power from Rhonda Byrne. Bernie, maybe. And within a month, that time, I finally had enough money to pay the rent. And within two years, I earned so much money that... I stopped caring about money. And I think that was the time where my money issues just stopped and I never really thought about money issues anymore. Especially in a time where when I had a chronic disease, I you know, I knew something was going to happen, something was going to to come my way and then it did and I never really worried about money. But most people worry about money and I think if you haven't really let go of this negativity around money then having no energy and not being able to work is of course really scary for your money problems and you could feel the fear the fear is usually uh, in your chest so it was almost the same thing uh, as with money it's about belief systems eventually uh, just like the symptoms so now I have the belief system that these symptoms are just TMS symptoms and before I had the belief system of scarcity about money and that made me come to the conclusion that this life must not really be real or something because if I can have the money based upon my convictions and energy around money and if I can have a release from these symptoms based upon my beliefs, then what kind of a world is this? And why was I so stupid maybe to spend seven years with a chronic disease and maybe 20 years of financial worries and feeling bad about money? And yeah, for everyone else who, you know, wants to dive into this, it's a topic I recommend. And I used the book to power for a lot of stuff uh, that was before I developed a chronic disease. And 
looking back to the book, it's it's pretty, you know, like about abundance, about creating lots and lots of things that you want. But looking at, at it in hindsight, I think that was necessary for me to arrive in a point where I was finally safe, you know, having enough resources in my life, enough money, and a safe place to live. And then the healing process started with releasing all these these negative feelings that I stored in my body. And now when I'm on the other side of that journey and when I'm looking into that book, I think it's a bit, you know, useless to create lots of stuff that we think that can give us safety. Because eventually what I discovered is that the more I emptied myself, more I detox myself, you know, from beliefs, behavior, people, emotions and thoughts and etc. The less I actually want in my life. So now I can use that knowledge that I knew like more than 10 years ago to create a life of freedom. Because freedom for me means not really needing to do anything. So everything that I want to do is a bonus, something extra. That's also the reason why I haven't made a lot of content lately. I've had, I have made some uh, some recovery interviews, and there there are more coming with people who uh, who follow the program. But I didn't want to feel pushed to make content, and I haven't made a podcast like this. In, maybe four months or something. But this felt like a good reason or a, or a good moment. Everything felt right. This must be part of the flow to make this podcast. I've also added a new video in the ninth module about flow. And maybe uh, what I said in there is the reason why I thought, okay, let's record it now. Let's do it right now. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, since it's freely available and the course as well, um, you can support me with a donation. That would be really helpful. So thanks for listening and I wish you a beautiful day. Bye.